Now loading. Zero's Game Room. Welcome to Zero's Game Room, where all things gaming takes place. Interviews, discussions, and the latest gaming news. So take a seat, get comfortable, adjust your headset, because it's game time. Here's your host, Zero. Come on in, make yourself comfortable, because Zero's Game Room, ZGR, is open. And I am your host, Zero, and with me, my co-host, as always... I'm Fred. I, I feel like you do that way better than I could ever do the woo. Look, man, when you when you have somebody as skilled as me, man, it just I can just go the extra distance. Oh, you can go the distance. distance. Oh. <laughs> We're gonna be referencing Disney. We should be we should be hitting up uh, Alan Bailey's podcast. The what is it in the parks? Have you seen that? Yes. Yes. It is a good job. Shout, shout out to Alan Bailey if he's checking this real quick. Uh, thank you again. We are also posted on the nerdgasmpodcast.com. But in today's episode, we actually have a bit of a discussion we want to get into. But before we get into a little bit of a discussion, uh, we do want to talk about some small news going on. And let's start off with Onpred because he's got he's pretty excited about the Mortal Kombat trailer that just dropped. Yeah, so by the time you guys probably hear this, it's probably going to be about a week or so. But the Mortal Kombat trailer and gameplay that they released looks really cool. I really like it. The visual updates from the last game that I played, which was 9. I've seen 10 and I played it a little bit, but I would say I have a lot more experience with 9. And it's just night and day because I went from the Xbox 360 and then seeing this now... Oh, it looks really, really nice. <laughs> it looks, he does noises. Oh, it looks really, really nice. No, it, it really does. I, I look, I look. I've told you this from the start. I'm not the biggest Mortal Kombat fan. I'm probably like yeah. not even a fighting game side by side fighting game like mm. Street Fighter. I'm more of like a party game like Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, but hey, Super Smash Bros. Uh, gets taken seriously. Hey, okay, <laughs> you can beat me at Mortal Kombat any day of the week. Of Just like I can beat you in Smash Bros. any day of the That's week. That's because I let you. I don't want you to feel bad. You're, you're a good buddy, buddy. I don't, I don't Get out of here. Anywho, so, but me personally, yeah. I thought the Mortal Kombat trailer looked cool. I'm excited for you. I'm, I'm probably never going to play it unless you tell me you want me to play it, and then you'll... Let's play it. <laughs> just, you can beat me and just, yeah. like, finish him. <laughs> oh, man, buddy, why do you suck so much? Yeah, why do you suck? <laughs> but any, anything else you wanted to say about Mortal Kombat? Um, other than that, I like the fatalities. I think that it's been revamped, and from what it looks like... It doesn't look like it's heavy uh, microtransactions, mm-hmm. so I want to say that the game has a lot of potential that I'm really excited for. If it turns out to be like Mortal Kombat 10 and everything's locked and stuff like that, I'll be very disappointed because this game looks like the Mortal Kombat that we should have gotten for 10, like two, two. What happened years to ago. 10? What was so bad? I never even heard about it. I played nine only because a friend of mine had it on his mm-hmm. Xbox 360, and then I never heard about 10. Uh, it was like nine had certain characters, right? So, like, if you had Raiden or let's say Scorpion, because you know some Mortal Kombat characters. So, Scorpion. Yeah, I know Scorpion. Well, I know Sub Zero. Yeah, I know like God. what is his name? Is his name Drax or Jax? Jax. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Crap. I think it's Jax. <laughs> um, and then it's, and then at ten, like when you had Scorpion, instead of having that full kit that you would have, uh-huh. it's broken up in three different pieces and. Yeah, right? Like, you're even like, what is the it, hell? Is it like the Kirby Star Allies where they gave you parts of the game throughout updates or what? Yeah, and it looks like But you the, loved Kirby Star Allies. I do. I, that's the only game I've 100% completed, too. That, that's another game I need to argue about, but that's not <laughs> for today. Keep yeah. talking about Mortal yeah. Kombat. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was like certain characters had certain abilities locked off, and it was like, huh? And then not only that, a lot of the game was transactions. It was behind a paywall. And the DLC that everybody was complaining about was that 
Oh my god, I forgot his name. I I I think I talked about it with the uh, with my top tap my top five games for 2019. But like they had a certain character that was locked, and you're like, oh okay, cool. I just have to download it. You know, pay five dollars, whatever. But the thing was, is that it was already actually in the code in the game oh, in the physical copy disc. What? So it was soft locked by by like a teensy tiny code that you just had to redeem if you didn't pre order it. So it's not actually downloaded content. It's just hidden behind a paywall. And everybody got mad. And I was pissed. I was like, man, come on. Jeez. But the upcoming Mortal Kombat is what we all need, what we all deserve except me. Unless you're, you're, if you're into that, I'm not knocking it. That's all I'm saying. The only other news we have is that Rocket League is now cross-playable between PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC gamers. Uniting people! Unite! I'm actually happy about this. This is really good because I know Sony... I know Xbox, PC, and Nintendo, they like to get on the bag wagon that, oh, hey, we can play together, but Sony hates us. You know, <laughs> that is Nintendo. Though. It's like, let's play together. We have yeah, Look yeah, at the Wii. Yeah, and I like even the whole Minecraft thing with like, oh, yeah, Xbox yeah, yeah. and Switch. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody was going ham on Sony, like, dude, come on, let us play. But, you know, Sony and Microsoft were like, dude, let's just milk it for what it is, and it's a great opportunity. So, yeah. I'm I'm glad that it happened with Fortnite because I know a lot of people and kids and even you might not like Fortnite, but I'm glad that you're able to play with people that had different yeah, accessible console. devices. Yeah. Yes. Now with Rocket League, um, I'm not a big fan of it. I played I mean, it a I lot lo- of it. Yeah, I played it and I like it, but I'm not like the biggest hardcore Rocket League fan. It's got to yeah. be this way. Whoa! But it's a fun little game. And now knowing that, like, I can play with somebody who has an Xbox One yeah. or a Switch or even Master Race PC. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm going to call it that from now on. <laughs> yeah. It just, just kind of works that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it just broadens the horizons of connecting people together, which might encourage more people to play. Now knowing, like, hey, you know what? I've had an Xbox One my entire life not me but let's just say i've had a ps4 but my friend of mine who's always been a microsoft fan garrison king i could play with him now if they do more games like this that'd be cool but you know i think it's a step in the right direction well because like you said before you have a ps4 do you have rocket league on your ps4 yeah i do i have Oh, oh, yeah, we can play, yeah, we can play, we can play Rocket League. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't so know what you're can, talking about. So, yeah, if, if anything, we can be like, hey, is this actually working or is yeah, this kind of we can actually test it and come back yeah. to that. Kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it always got to be a competition it's a comp- Everything's a competition. And the last thing is EA is canceling their upcoming Star Wars game. Mm-hmm. EA, get your stuff together. Get your stuff <laughs> instead of Instead of EA, challenge everything. It's EA, EA Games. <laughs> Do something. EA, it's not in the game. <laughs> it's, not, <laughs> it's not the game. It's not, it's not the game. You got to pay for it's it. It's next week. <laughs> Anywho, uh, let's get into our actual discussion oh, because uh, today we're going to be talking about the difference, or I guess there's this trend in the video game world where it seems that like these single player games we've come to know and love, a lot of them are still single player, but a lot of them have become more open world. Yeah. We have games like uh, Spider-Man PS4, Horizon Zero Dawn, which I finally finished. We have Borderlands. We have Grand Theft Auto V. And it seems that there's this pull against linear games. And I don't necessarily understand why. Uh, well, I kind of do, but mm-hmm. I think there is a market for both. What do you think? A good game is a good game. It doesn't have to be linear, and it doesn't have to be open world for it to qualify as any game, as long as you know the developers crafted that specific hardware and that coding to be a good game. So I think the trend right now is to have an open world, because I think it's a lot easier to market. We have a world so big, so sp- 
so sporadic. Like even Fallout seventy six, which yeah. was, was a di- big disaster. Yeah, they had a lot of talk about. It was the biggest world ever. The coding engine that we have made this beautiful open landscape, and you you can just use bigger words to describe how how great your game is, and then it flops. And then it flops. Yeah. yeah. But here's the thing, and th- we're talking about the open world side right now, where mm-hmm. I I can agree why it can be amazing. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. You know, it's a game that came out in like 2016, but mm-hmm. I've been playing it recently for the first time, and I'm playing through the DLC right now, but it's true. These games have these massive worlds to look around and explore. Mm-hmm. There's so much going on, but I feel like that's also in it of itself and its design a bit of a flaw because there is so much to explore. Yeah, it does seem like, wow, there's a lot of gameplay. Sometimes it feels like there's a little bit of empty space mm-hmm. or it's like, why, why does it need to be so big? Yes, I get it. They're trying to show off. Look at what our game can yeah. do. Cause horizon zero dawn was huge. And I mean, huge, but the big problem is, is sometimes there's, it's just filled with a bunch of goodies and stuff that really don't affect the gameplay. Like there mm-hmm. are way too many collectibles in horizon zero dawn that, while may if you have the time because i'm not the per- like cuz you can like <laughs> yeah. you can collect these things in horizon zero dawn which you read and mm-hmm. like i'm not playing this game so i can read and i get it, it's like but these help you get more immersed in the story like no tell the story within tell the, the game. story within the <laughs> yeah. game not only that in horizon zero dawn there's things you can scan that are like for books and you can read but there's yeah. also things you can scan that talk to you and tell you about the story and the world there's even so why even put the reading stuff to begin with? Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. Yeah, no. So I never read those. No, granted, it's not for everybody. Maybe some mm. people like it. But the the experience of Horizon, I still think Horizon Zero Dawn is an amazing game, and I recommend anybody to play it. But it also, this is another problem with the open world that it has. Like, Spider-Man had this problem. Horizon Zero Dawn had this problem. And even playing through Borderlands, you and I have played through it, and me and Grayson are playing through the pre-sequel. Mm-hmm. Side quests. Mm. I understand why they need to exist. I get it. You know, it, it helps explore the world. Yes. You get EXP. Sometimes there's weapons, upgrades, EXP. There's so much with side quests. Yeah. But it becomes a problem when there's so many side quests that I don't – when I go back to the main story, I'm forgetting characters' names. I forget why I was doing the main quest to begin with. Mm. And what am I doing this for? Like – Oh, you were that one guy. Yeah. What did you want to do again? Like you said before, I think the side quests are a way to, you know, expand in that, you know, new section of the game or even as well as, you know, get into certain locations that you never would have just, you would have glanced over. But I feel that, you know, side quests for open worlds aren't the best. I, I like how they can integrate into that section, but from most of the games that I play, it's just like, hey, here's a fetch quest. Hey, here's something that you need to do. And yeah, cool. And oh yeah, even the point that I had my the point of my thought was that um, like let's say the whole world is gonna shatter like within the next five minutes, right? And it's like a time thing. Like oh my god, like the next mission, the whole world's gonna blow up. And then you're like, oh cool, I'm gonna do some side quests so I can level up. And then you're like, eh, I gotta get the chili dogs from Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then you get caught or up in Spider Man, you find a guy who's incriminating Spider Man. You gotta take him down. Or this woman who's like, yeah. my this pigeon came in and took away <laughs> my jewelry. Go yeah. save the pigeons or capture the pigeons and then save the pigeons. And it's like, but why? Because you do these side missions and you get the goddamn tokens and the tokens let you upgrade yourself and buy new suits. That's why you do them. But then when I get back to the main story, I'm You're like, like huh? oh, 
And I know some people would argue where it's like, well, don't just don't do the side quest. Just stick to the main story and then do the side quest after. Uh, I, I'm the type of person where it's like I got to knock out all the busy work before mm-hmm. I can get to the main meat of the game. Especially when sometimes there's some unlockables in those side quests, which I think is unfair. But I get why it exists. You know, you have to have a purpose yeah. to do these side quests. You have to tell the gamer why you want to do these quests because you get rewarded. You get EXP, mm-hmm. skill points. You get upgrades on your weaponry. I get it. But I don't know. What happened to linear games? What's wrong with linear games? Again, I think it's just the way to market. And I feel like maybe games that are open world get more praised and more attention than they could other than linear games. Because maybe, you know, even with YouTube and stuff like that, I think maybe creators and people who promote other games, they're like, oh, dude, here's a here's a 10 things you can do in this world and stuff like that. And you're like, oh, okay, cool, yeah. But, like, with linear games, I feel like it's a lot harder. But in terms of story-wise, I think linear games are easier to control because they know how to control you 100%. Okay. But with open worlds, I think you, I think it's a matter of being that second person in that, character, in that world where you learn the resources, you learn how to craft, where to get things, you know, what's the economy like and stuff like that. I guess I could see that because when I think of a linear game in the recent years that has mm-hmm. blown away and it won many, many awards in the Game, of year, uh, the game Awards mm-hmm. is The Last of Us. I don't know if you've ever played The Last of Us. I don't have a PS4. <laughs> Everybody says it's a good game. I wish I had a PS4, but I just I couldn't. I just never bought it. When I got my PS4, well, it was originally for PS3, and it got remastered for PS4, which was my first PS4 game that I actually picked up because I only picked up a PS4 like two, three years ago. And wow. Yeah, I know. And the first game I picked up was The Last of Us because it was only $20, and everybody was saying how amazing it is. Mm-hmm. This game immersed me so much in a world that was big but it was linear. It was able to have the correct amount of balance. There was always one objective leading to the next objective. Yeah. And it did give you a fair amount of exploration because if you explored, you were rewarded with new crafting materials, how to make different weaponry, how to find ammunition. Because mm-hmm. in The Last of Us, it's this post-apocalyptic world of survival. And you have this girl, Ellie, who for some reason has like it looks like she's been bit but she doesn't transform or she's been scratched and she doesn't transform into a zombie so she, there's something in her blood and the point is to try to keep her safe and rescue take her to someone that could basically find a cure for this disease that's going around mm-hmm. and with that being said well there i forgot that what their the zombies were called but they're they're weird don't, don't look at the pictures <laughs> yeah. don't look at the images they're <laughs> ugly um but you know yeah. this game balanced open world with linear story because it's pretty linear you can't just stop the mission and be like i'm gonna go do a thing i'm yeah. gonna do a side quest what do you mean the world's ending majora's mask i'm looking at you i love you but you did you were the biggest criminal for that it's like the moon is falling we're gonna die in three days i'm gonna go save a fish because I want things. Um, you're you're talking about everybody's favorite game of all time. Oh, I know. Yeah, actually, I, I know you well, can't criticize anything. Oh, you can't. Gr- yeah. yeah, Majora's Mask isn't amazing. Well, it is amazing, but it's not the best game in the world. Ocarina of Time, heavily flawed. I'm pretty sure I just got shot on the internet. Yeah. Anywho, my point is that linear games can exist. You have all these open worlds, and I feel like if developers focused more on linear. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, I just got this idea because we're in January. Uh, Resident Evil 2 is going to be coming out. And I feel like Resident Evil 2 is pretty linear from what I remember. And I know I've heard stories that Resident Evil 2 isn't going to be like an exact replica. But but I still think it's going to have 
main story here. Same thing with Kingdom Hearts. You have some side quests, but I think you never get too distracted in your side quests. Yeah, because when I had, when I played the demo at Anime Expo, like it was just a lot of straightforward. And like even the Halo series, that was pretty linear, and everybody oh, loved yeah, that game. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And I love those games, and they told that story. And I feel like linear games are more story based. And open world, like maybe World of Warcraft and stuff like that. I think it's just a way to say, hey, here's an, here's an environment and, ah, oh, crap, you gotta tag a story. Uh, the princess needs saving. Sure. <laughs> okay, she Mario. has five stones. Uh, put, we're gonna separate them into five sections. Uh, just call them whatever. We'll worry about it later. Uh, don't, don't even <laughs> The funny part is you just pretty much described uh, the... Uh, Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars. <laughs> yeah. Because you have to collect crystals and you just gotta save... Well, the princess eventually joins you, but, you know, that's the premise. Doesn't on. Bowser join you, too? Yes, he does. <laughs> I never played it, but that's like... What's that wrong really... with you? I played uh, Mario... Um, the No, the... the per- I don't want to say the Mario Persona one. They uh, <laughs> Mario oh Persona. Oh my god! Paper Mario. There you go. Oh, I'm, like, my, I'm like, what? What? No, no, no. When did Mario <laughs> rip out a gun, shoot his face? Yeah. He's like Persona. That was Persona Three, by the way. Ooh, nice. Yeah, they uh, had to shoot themselves <laughs> to summon. It, it's a long story. Like I played Paper Mario, and even that. I think that even. Mm, I don't think I had a lot of side quests, but I think there was a lot of fun stuff to do. And yeah. That world that they put you in, they had a, a straight objective to say, hey, let's move forward because this is a lot more interesting than the side quest because that's for something fun on the side if you want to take yeah. a break. Rather than, hey, the side quest is something for you to get more of the story. And it's like, damn it, why can't you just tell me the story in the main yeah, quest. yeah, and just like give me little things to do on the side that are optional. Yeah, like, like for example, no. Borderlands. When we play Borderlands, you and I are always like, should we do the main quest? No, let's knock out these side quests. Yeah. Oh, okay, and then we get guns and stuff, which is cool. Mm-hmm. But then, like, if you told me what the story of Borderlands Two or Borderlands the pre sequel was, I have no idea. I think there's something about a laser and handsome Jack is <laughs> something. Um, if I remember correctly, uh, I think I told you the whole thing, but you're like. Oh, buddy, look, it's Claptrap. And I was like, yeah, but, but the but the science. And you're like, oh, buddy, he's doing the stupid. I was like, ah, whatever. Yeah, see, because <laughs> yeah. I can't get into the story. Like, yeah. literally, when me and Grayson play online, we're just like, all right, let's knock him out. We're not playing it for the story, which I guess that's the answer to this. When you yeah. play a big open world, are you playing it for the story? Sometimes. Like, like for Skyrim. Oh boy! Yeah, I know. Like, That's the big behemoth. Yeah. Oh boy! The game that you got, the game that got sold six different times to you, and you're like, oh well, I guess I'll buy it. <laughs> I've never bought it once. Really? You nope. Should, you, you never played Skyrim. Nope. You're an animal. How could you? You should play. It's it's a fun game. Um, I'm not a. I'm not the. Uh, I'm not the most fan of the story. Okay. I think there's a lot of lore. There's story in that. There. Be nice. That, be that's, nice. That's my point. Be nice. There's act. Those. There's story and like, and the way you get empowered and stuff like that. And okay. it's it's a really cool game to get lost into. And you gotta be nicer. But <laughs> you get, it's a good game. Okay. And there's months. And um, yeah, I think it's a cool game. But I think for that you get lost into that world. And it does a lot of um work to appreciate the fans. Like okay. Like you know like. D&D and stuff like that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of love into it. Yeah, you the, gotta you gotta you gotta make that crap up, but with Skyrim it's like everything that you thought. Here you go. And you're like yeah. <laughs> think yeah. about it. But I think that's what the bottom line it kinda comes mm. down to that open world games are fun. I'm not saying they're bad, and I hope people didn't get that idea that I think <laughs> while we're passionate. <laughs> right? No, they're not bad at all. They're actually really fun. But when there's a big I think Borderlands is the most criminal of this one where it's like I 
don't care about the story. I'm just going around shooting things because the game told me to. As opposed to Horizon Zero Dawn, especially yeah. near the end, that's something that bugged me too. A lot of the story was crammed into the end. But I get it. And I felt attached like the last five hours of the game. Mm-hmm. But like before then, I was just going around shooting robots and uh, doing things because yeah. I wanted to. But like, I don't know. For me, it kind of comes down to I think there is a balance between open world and linear mm-hmm. games, but I think there's also a market for linear games. Resident Evil, I think, is going to be pretty linear. We'll find out because we're going to be actually talking about it next week. So be on the lookout for that. I <laughs> see how I snuck that in. Yeah, there. We're snuck be... it in. Uh, Kingdom Hearts will probably be like that. And The Last of Us was a masterpiece. It won many, 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 many awards. Mm-hmm. So I think there's still a market for linear games. And uh, open world games are fun. They're not bad. Any last thoughts? Uh Again, I think I'll just tag along to what you said. They're not bad games. I really like it. I think the story is what the uh, the compromise, if you want to have a big open world, is like, you know what? We'll give you an environment that's, you know, rich and has a lot of, like, culture and that we put in time and effort to. But the story, we're going to have to hold some of that back. But in the end, though, I, I like both games. I love them. And, and quick question. What's up? Can I go over to your house to play a Kingdom Hearts? Because uh, I don't want a PS4. Uh, I'm the master. Sure, race. buddy, we can go over. <laughs> yeah. well, instead of recording here at the studio, we'll record in my home studio and we'll have fun. Yes. We probably won't record. We're gonna be we're gonna lock ourselves. We're gonna order some pizza and nope. just play Kingdom Hearts. But I'm on the diets, man. I'm on the keto diet. Okay, yeah. we'll we'll make pizza like out of like cauliflower and stuff. <laughs> well, I guess one day it wouldn't hurt. <laughs> oh my <laughs> well, I started this week. <laughs> All right, let's just get out of here. Resident Evil 2 is the next thing we will be talking about because I will be picking it up. Mm -hmm. And we will get into hands-on experience and I will tell you what I think. Hopefully it's amazing, Leon Kennedy. Don't fail me now. If you enjoyed this episode of Zero's Game Room, please let us know in the comments because now we have a comment section now that we're on podbean.com. And you can hit us up on Twitter at Zero's Game Room. And you can hit us up on YouTube at Zero's Game Room or Facebook, Zero's Gaming Room. But until next time, this episode of ZGR is officially closed. Bye. (laughs) No, it's over. (laughs) I always leave this stuff in. No.